Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. The kids are back at school, a chance to sort out the house once and for all. But you tend to leave the fridge out of those plans, don't you? It's a bit of a war zone in there in my case. But if your fridge is chaotic and all over the place, your diet will most likely be a reflection of that. That is the philosophy subscribed to by those who participate in fridge architecture, which is the strict organisation and stocking of your smeg or your whirlpool. Joining me now to tell us how we can get our fridge in tip-top shape is the man himself, Carl Henry, personal trainer and corporate wellness speaker. Carl, welcome to the show. Jarlath, how are you? I hope you got your fridge started last night anyway, did you? <laughs> Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Carl, are you the Marie Kondo now of fridges? Can you give us give us the, the, the rundown for people that haven't seen your videos of what your fridge looks like and how into this architecture you are? Yeah, it's become a bit like that, really, hasn't it? So every Sunday, I go to my food shop, I come home, I take everything out of the packaging, uh, lay it all out, I get glass containers with lids, I put everything into the lids, into the containers, put the lids on, and put it into the fridge, and it looks vibrant, clean, organised, well, healthy. It looks all of the things that you kind of want to associate with your goals on a on a health and wellness perspective. And you know what? It's it's for people who do it, myself included. It's life changing. It saves you money. You throw you've less food waste. But every time you open the fridge, it just looks. It inspires you to be healthier and to be well over the course of your, of your day. And that's a big. I know that's a big statement, but it does. Okay. If you haven't tried it, it'll change everything. We want to hear from you. WhatsApp 087-1400-106 because I know I'm not the only one who's listening to this, Carl, going, that is all very well and good, Carl, but it is not a perfect world. And to start with, I would think my first thought is if you're emptying all of those things out of their packets into the Tupperware, how the hell do I know when it's going to go off is the first question. I live by those dates. Now all that information's gone. Yeah. So, okay. So you can label them if you want, but to be honest, we get through the food so quickly that it, we just, it, we just, it just doesn't go off. We just know that it doesn't. Uh, in terms of the glass containers, they keep the fruit, fe- food fresh for longer. So we get longer out of the fruit than we normally mm. would if you just left them as is. And you do, we just know, but you can put, put dates on the labels if, and put labels on the, the containers if you want. Uh, that's a little bit more work, but like we, <laughs> you know, we've been doing this for over nearly two years, two and a half years at yeah, this you, stage. You're in deep. Now, where did this fridge architecture come from? Can you give us a little bit of background between what fridge architect- architecture yeah. is? Absolutely. Well, uh, for myself, it was just one day I just got an idea and I was like, wouldn't it be great if I organized the fridge? And the architecture of the fridge is very simple. It's going to, you look at your fridge and it's where everything is placed. Um, The only example I can give you is in a supermarket. So you go into a supermarket, you look at the aisles, things are placed in certain places to encourage you to buy or take certain things. And the fridge is exactly the same. So you want to have your healthy stuff within reach. You want to have it visible. You want to have it organized so that when you open the fridge, you know what's there. You can make your salads really quickly. You can. It gives you easier access to the things that are in there. So the architecture of your fridge, is when you design it properly, is designed to make it easier to access things quickly uh, and for you to know what's there quickly so that you're not spending too much time looking at it and you're not letting food go off and throwing food out. So that's the very basis, basic of it. Instagram has is accelerated because it looks lovely. Uh, like when we post them, the, every Sunday we post it and it, it, just, it just takes off because it looks it just looks lovely. Yeah, it, it looks but actually, lovely. it delivers on a health and wellness perspective oh, every single time. Of course. I, now, the only time I would 
I have ever remembered my fridge looking well is when I've arrived in an Airbnb that's been completely blank canvas and I get to put into it what I want to eat and I only eat that for the week. And suddenly I'm a very healthy man when I'm away from home. But look, you know what happens with a fridge is there's a cupcake in there from the birthday party. There's a few bits of chocolate from last Christmas. How are you eradicating all of those things? Or are you just militant, Carl Henry? Are you just one of those people who bins it the second some kind of junk comes in? It does not make its way into the fridge. You know what? If there wasn't a bit of chocolate in your fridge, I'd be very concerned. I'd be very worried about it, Jared. It, it <laughs> should have a bit of chocolate. in yours, Carl. And it should have a cupcake or two in it. But like, that's about balance, right? So our, we live our lives 80-20, so that 80% of the time we're healthy, 20% of the time we have a treat. So there will be some there will be some treats in the food shop every week. Like, it's coming into chocolate macado season, which is my real... I, I love chocolate macados. Mm. So, like, they'll be in our food shop, and there'll be a few of those had each week, for sure. Um, so that that's important. It's balance. So this is not another excessive kind of health thing. It's just balance. It's just, it's trying to, you know, we all work really hard for money. It's trying to keep your money. It's trying to spend it properly, get the food to last longer. And there should be a bottle of wine in there or uh, some chocolate or a Coke or whatever it is. There's, that should be there. But the whole idea is that we can just... By getting on top of it, by organizing it, it's just one less thing. And like, funnily enough, whatever goes into your food shop will eventually go into your body or it'll go off. So mm-hmm. the food shop is really important. And stocking wherever you're going to spend time with the foods that you want to eat is crucial as well. Because, you know, what's around you and you have access to it, you're going to eat it. And that applies for healthy food as much as unhealthy food. And that's why really giving your fridge a little bit of TLC is so important. Well, I've lived across from, uh, I lived across from a very, I cannot name names, right? But I lived next door to the right hand man to one of the biggest chefs in the world when I lived across the sea in London. Now, this man would scrape mould off anything and serve it and cook it. And his attitude was it wasn't part of the food. It was touching the food. It's not in the food. I think, Carl, would I be going out on a limb and saying, you don't mind too much if something's about to be on the turn, you'll go for it. Oh, I don't know. You have to ask my wife. I know. Um, ah, no. In terms of food health and food safety, you know, it is important, right? And I suppose, look, let's, without going too serious, the FSAI do have a, a fridge architecture uh, diagram up on their website. I'll put up my Instagram later on for people to have a look at. But it does tell you where all the stuff should be, right? But no, if it smells off or it looks off, it's off. I wouldn't touch it. I'm, I'm not brave enough to even attempt to do that uh, mm. because that would not be that would not be good for for loads of reasons. Um well, no, this but is like, a concern, it, though. It is a concern. We're getting it on the text here, Carl. Um, one texter says, I'd be I'd really query the fact that food lasts longer when repackaged for display purposes. Many food are packaged in CO2 to lengthen its life. Repackaging food also runs the risk of cross contamination. They, they're they're worried that this could fall into the category of Instagram fad in that it looks well, but practically there are risks that come with this if it's not done right. Well, I can only pull that from experience. And my experience of it is that it straw, like the fruit lasts longer. And in terms of, in terms of cross contamination, everything's out of the dishwasher. It's clean. Each individual, you know, the strawberries go into the strawberry container. The blueberries go into the blueberry container. It's all separated out. And we've had food, a food, um, We've had food economists on the podcast chatting about this, and they've all kind of said the same thing. And actually, interestingly, they've gone even as far to say that it lasts longer in glass containers than it does in plastic containers. So I suppose they would be the, the science of it. From mm. a practical perspective, I can, only tell you, I can only tell you what I see, which is it does last longer. It stays fresher. 
mm. unquestionably than it than when it's 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 just left in the kind of the packaging that it comes in. Okay, um, and that's what we've seen disagree. time and time yeah, again. Sure. You know, and like that's the practicality of it is that John, who's text in, has said the same thing that he he worries about the food deteriorating faster and also the amount of work in keeping these containers clean. Now you have two children, Carl. Uh, three years old and 18 months. This could be a big factor in this, Carl, and why this is working so well for you, that you do not have teenagers <laughs> coming in, barreling in, like bull in a china shop, lashing in the uh, little bit of excess stuff that they are carrying into the house. Do you worry that just like Marie Kondo herself, that the arrival of the kids will make you rethink the whole fridge architecture thing in time? I think teenagers change everything, don't they? We're a long way away from that, that's for sure. I've, I've a destructive four-year-old, but uh, bar that. Um, uh, although, truth be told, this is how sad my life is, right? I go back to the fridge at night. I've got to tidy this. it up yeah. before I go to bed. Oh, so it's, it's a calming thing. <laughs> it's it's a control. It's actually, what it, it's a control thing, really, when you look at it. You know, in terms of it's 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 just it's 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 organization and structure and control, and it really it is. A, it's a calming process, which is very sad to admit on national radio. But there we go. It so, is right, a calming would you be a thing. Batch cooker? Would you be a batch cook guy? Because again, my wife is my only frame of reference on this as well. She's really really careful about stuff that she would have a sensitive enough stomach. She would not be into the batch cooking. She'd be very scared of stuff going. But you, you seem to swear by it. I do, yeah. So what we do is we would cook. I would cook off uh, like a packet of chicken breasts, for example, on a Sunday. I cook maybe six or eight chicken breasts. Chicken, put. Oh yeah. Oh god. Because the reason being, it makes it really easy to get a salad to grab and go and put a salad together or a wrap together. So because I've got some cooked cooked chicken ready to go in the fridge and we'll do the same with eggs i'll cook off about 10 eggs at a time they're in the fridge they'll last a couple of days and they're handy go-to snacks or handy go-to salad preppers in terms of the meals we'll normally cook an extra portion within the meal that we'll cook and i'll store one of them in the fridge for lunch the next day that's a really handy way of just getting healthy foods into your diet not having to spend loads of time doing it because Instagram has done that. You have people batch cooking on a Sunday for like five hours. Mm. I don't know who has time to do that. I certainly don't. So we'll just cook an extra portion and then store it. We'll store that in, uh, we'll store it in the fridge then and have it for lunch or whatever the next day, you know. One texter is saying, you just need to shop smaller, smaller quantities, shop local, use your nose, we'll let you know what is what is past its sell-by state. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you for that, Kevin. The supermarkets are full of this plastic stuff. So, you know, this is what we're trying to avoid is using more and more plastic, but you're shoveling it straight out of the plastic and into more plastic. I wonder, are you creating more? Are you adding to the problem somehow, Carl? Do you ever worry about that? People, it's interesting. Every now and again on Sundays, people will reply with DMs or, oh, you're using so much plastic. And I'm like, look, I try to use, I try to buy the least amount of plastic possible consciously. And then it goes into glass containers. We recycle every single bit of wrapper that comes off, that comes off that food, goes into the recycling bin. It's recycled. So the glass containers themselves are probably more sustainable, right? So they last over obviously longer. Food shop wise, we will try our best within the food shop to shop to bring the least amount of plastic home. Mm. But you can't get around the fact, and that's not just yeah. me, by the way. That's the, on a, a global scale, right? We this is just what we buy, and this is how it's packaged. But in the same sentence, our local supermarket has um, has uh, got a lot more loose veg and fruit in the last well, say six to twelve months than, than it did before. Of the loose you know. stuff, Martin in Kilkenny comes in and <laughs> says people should store their breads in the fridge, and it will last ages. It's great, he says. That's Martin and Kilkenny. Keep the texts coming in. We want to hear from you. 087 1400 106. 
I want to ask you about potatoes. Do you store the potatoes in the fridge? There was a time when they believed storing potatoes in the fridge would produce something within the potatoes that was cancer causing. I feel like that belief has been rolled back. Is that correct? I have absolutely no Are idea. Are you putting the potatoes we, in the fridge? We right. don't put them in the fridge. So we don't put potatoes in the fridge. We don't put bananas in the fridge. We don't put, what else doesn't go in the fridge? Like garlic and ginger and stuff like that. That stays in like the bin, you know, the kind of the, we have like a, like a, like a, like a, a wicker basket bin for all that kind of stuff. We haven't put bread in the fridge yet either or bagels. They, they stay in the drawer. Um, the potatoes, I don't know, but I will. I know I'm actually meeting someone tomorrow who's, who is a home ec teacher. She will absolutely know the answer to that question mm. about the potatoes. So I will come back to you tomorrow, uh, with an answer for that one. Uh, in for a nutshell, Carl, the psychology here, like for all the crack that we're having and the texts keep them coming in, 87 106, the psychology is pretty clear and obvious that you will lead a healthier life if you are more organised about what's in the fridge. Is that the central tenant of what fridge architecture is? Absolutely unquestioned. And that doesn't just go for your fridge. That goes for your life in general. Chaos and wellness, are they don't really go hand in hand. I'm 23 years working in this uh, role and in this, in this industry. If I've learned one thing, it's that structure, organization are, are much more likely to lead you to a healthier lifestyle and lead you to being well over the course of your lifespan than chaos and kind of... <laughs> disorganization life, they just life, yeah. it just doesn't work it, it doesn't you can try it but it's very you're making life yeah. far more difficult you for are running uphill when you're doing that uh, <laughs> get some carl henry into your life uh follow him on instagram carl thanks so much for taking the time to do this moncrief weekdays at 2 p.m with Energlaze on news talk